the pocket with Covell Hudson. In the pocket you are. Today is Monday, February 27th, the tail end of Black History Month. Do your part. Hug a black guy or gal. <laughs> Joking, of course. I mean, black dog, anything, you know. My co-host, also in the pocket today, is Typhoon Panda, my co-host and colleague of this comedy game. Behind the glass is Kyle Collier. That's my guy. And today we will discuss the Chiefs' impending free agents, what separates fans from fanatics, and talk some basketball, including my controversial championship formula. It's a the weather's good. I I didn't wear my jacket in today. It felt the, the weather's pretty nice. How do how do how do you feel about the weather, Kyle? Uh, I'm overdressed for the weather, man. Yeah, you I look, got a sweatshirt and sweatpants on. You look a little toasty. No, no. You look a little toasty. What do you? What you? You're toasty too, sir. No, it's cold outside. Look like you're dressed for inside weather. Is that what it is? Yes, yes. Dressed for. Yes. Okay, all right. That's cool. So, yeah, today we have three people in the pocket, as opposed to two people. And usually, I wouldn't. I would suggest against having three people in a pocket. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> pockets are t- typically small. Pockets are usually used to explain something small. So, like, usually I'd say three guys in a pocket, no. But in this situation, three guys in the pocket, yes. It works. It works. It works. I think it works. I think it works. But don't get me wrong. It has to be a pretty big pocket for three pockets to be in there. You have gained some weight. I've gained some weight? I'm just kidding. I, I know that you're I your... am plant based. I had a whole we're gonna we're off we're off we're gonna be off script here. I am plant based now. I eat meat once a day. And I wasn't gonna get on my high horse. But I've since Christmas, I was two hundred and five pounds. And now I am one hundred and eighty four point six pounds. So that's a twenty point loss. Twenty point loss. I've been talking sports way too long. Yeah. <laughs> twenty point loss. <laughs> That that is a twenty pound decrease. So people should be envious of it. Is what I'm saying. I won't say too much. If you eat meat, I still eat meat. But you should eat meat less and more greens. Um, have and a, I have an extra side of potato salad. Okay. Well, can I have uh, vegan mayo? Can I have um, vegetarian stuff in it? You know, as long as there's no dairy, I'll do it. No dairy, no gluten for me. And me once a day. Sir, I fought for gluten, trans fat. I fought for all that. The the military the, has trained me that I fought for those freedoms, sir. It, bad choices built my body, and I'm still here. <laughs> you know, what's bad about the, the, mili- the military angle is it's hard to go against it. You, you know what I mean? Like in any situation, it's hard to say. It's hard to disagree with you because then it's quick to say, ah, you don't care about the troops. Of course. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> I, usually how it works. I use it in all aspects of life. We'll use it today. Was it? <laughs> well, okay, let's let's stay on task. Go ahead. I, I tend to be, well, we tend to be yeah, wanderers, like, ooh, something shiny. But we're going to stay on task here. And... Right now, I'm going to filibuster for a little bit. It looks like Kyle's working on something before I come to him about the free agency. So, yes, I'm, I'm going to filibuster. If you don't know what a filibuster is, in Congress, you know, when they have those Congress meetings? Yes. You know, when they, uh, I'm sure it's an actual name for it, but the Congress people meet, and they be in that building in D.C. or whatever like that. Um, they, 
Like, if, if, if somebody doesn't want a bill to go through, then they'll assign a filibuster. And the filibuster job is to sit there and just talk about pointlessness, just to be able to talk, to waste time till they're like, ah, you know what, forget it. So, so that's what I'm doing right now. And I think I've done a pretty good filibuster because it looks like Kyle is ready. Yes. He's a gosh, gosh darn professional. Okay. So we're going to talk about the Chiefs free agents. And Kyle has a list of the impending free agents. And I'm going to filibuster for 0.5 seconds until I see the look on your face that looks like you found that page. Because I am a gosh darn professional. Oh, yeah. Hi, you ready? I was born ready. Number one, Orlando Brown Jr. Number two, Juju Smith-Schuster. Number three, Mecole Hardman. Number four, Juan Thornhill. Five, Jarek McKinnon. Six, Andrew Wiley. Seven, Carlos Dunlap. Eight, Derek Nottie. Nine, Justin Watson. Tommy Townsend, Blake Bell, Jody Fortson, Colin Saunders, Ronald Jones, Nick Allegretti. Now, I listed those in kind of my personal opinion of order of importance. Okay. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on kind of that top four. Orlando Brown, Juju, Mecole, and Juan. Okay, so let me start with – I'll start with the fourth, the fo- uh, which I think is the fourth. That was – Juan. McColl. That was – For sure, McColl. Well, the, the, the least no no i'm saying in my my list yeah my my no, list, list? Perfect, yeah, yeah my my list is mccall is the least person we kind of need to keep bless his heart so my you, grandmother would say you keep in thornhill over no we're, pro- we're, we're probably going to lose thornhill he played solid enough to be able to get a pretty big contract but we drafted a safety in brian cook and we don't want to pay you, you know yeah we, we don't really need to pay him like that so like the least need of that right now is i believe it's mccall Hartman, and then the other one was um i just said it thornhill thornhill because yeah hmm. they both like somebody will give 10 million to mccall Hartman just because he's fast and he can make plays we're not we don't need to do that you know yeah, if we, i'm the chiefs i'm waiting and seeing how uh, thornhill and mccall's their market develops exactly they're not guys we need to go out and make sure that nobody else gets them yeah yeah and thornhill yeah. was solid he was he was a thumper this year he was hitting some guys sometimes like he was covering blindfolded but for the most part he was good and you know so so the other two you said juju and orlando brown so orlando brown i think he's good but not great i, you I don't i don't see the height you don't see the yeah yeah. I, I didn't I, see I, the hype out of like just this shut down. Well, and that that's the thing. He's not like a shut down. Like you know what I'm saying. Like they made it sound like he was, you know. But then again, look what he did in the Super Bowl. Well, but yeah. So like against the number one. Well, he starts out there. He starts slow and then he ends pretty good, almost like Frank Clark does. So, you, you know, like, yeah, at the end of the season, he's what you kind of want to want to have. He doesn't dominate the PFF. He doesn't dominate the, you know, like, but he holds the stats. Well, well, he's a bad well, boy, though. What I wrote here is you can't coach big. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you, you can't coach a gargantuan man. You, you can't coach big, but at the same time, man, 
dude, he's just not a bum. He's not a bum at all. No, no, he's, he's not a bum. He's, I think he's somebody we need to keep. Well, and, and, and I agree. So our options are franchise tag, and the average will be the, that average for a left tackle will be about eighteen million. That'd be cool, but that'll hurt his feelings. That'll be the second year. But like, but he what he wants is twenty twenty three million a year. Like Trent, 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 Kyle. Oh, Kyle. What is his name? Trent. San Francisco 49ers. Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Trent Williams. He wants $23 million. He wants to break the market. But I, I think we should try to get him in somewhere like a five-year, $95 million, $100 million if we have to. But but Orlando uh, Orlando Brown Jr. and uh, Juju Smith-Susser are, are your keeps, though, right? Well, so On look, so, well, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. So like we got to keep Orlando Brown. We get rid of Orlando Brown. It is the free agent class is awful. So next season, if we get rid of Orlando Brown, it is of it's a draft pick. It's a draft pick or a free agent. And I don't really like those. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so, so this year, I have a strong suspicion that the Chiefs are going to franchise tag Orlando Brown. They could. I hope they come up with an agreement. Okay, so you'd like them to extend them? Well, because if we f- sign a franchise tag, we get them this year. But that the two franchise the two franchise tags usually doesn't translate into long term deal. I'd like for Orlando Brown to be here long term, just like I wanted Frank Clark to be here long term. He's not great. I think Ty. I think I, he's a bum. I, I don't think he's a <laughs> bum. All right. I, I don't think. He's a bum, man. I mean, Frank Clark is definitely a beast, but I just think you can't coach he, big. He's at, but I think he's at the last, last little part of his his career. I don't know. He's got that stomach like. stuff figured out. And I'm just saying, get something for him now, rather than you know wait till he's out the door and everything else like the Chiefs used to do. The Chiefs used to get guys going out the door. And try to build a Super Bowl team. No, you know what I'm saying. But but I think a guy like Frank Clark is a solid. Like you, you kind of need that on your team. He has experience. He knows when to turn it on. You know, like he he's a good leader. After and after the Super Bowl, he gives great quotes. Did you did you see how passionately he talked about winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, like I, I, like I, I watched that, him take undress. That you watched just, the, no the whole. Taking off the pads and the heels. Okay, I'm going to say, whoa, what what subscription not do you have, sir? Of, what subscription are you subscribed not, to? Not the one to your browser <laughs> history. I promise you that. Sounds like you're on Reddit or something. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, what, where were we even talking? Where were we? What, what? Uh, you're talking about Frank Clark. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, I want Orlando Brown around the re- same reason I want a Frank Clark around. You're going to pay a, kind of a premium for it. But just like anything, if you want good food, you're gonna have to. If you want organic, you're gonna have to pay a little bit more. If you don't want organic, get the stuff that they did in a you know some some um, in a city backyard. You know, like that. Like when they say it's not organic, I just take it as oh, we just it just grows, sir. First of all, Mm -hmm. the the best food is in hole in the walls in the backyard. I mean, for high blood pressure, diabetes, <laughs> um, hypertension, th- those type, th- those type of things. Oh, the the point, job. The the point here. I think we're doing a pretty good job on time, actually. Too. 
I believe McCall Hardman, we have Sky Moore. We have Kadarius Toney, if that hammy stays on his leg. We don't need another hammy Watkins. Now, with Tony, you can, we cannot go into next year expecting 17 games, can no, we? No, no, We With Tony, you can expect nine. I was going to say eight to nine games, but he's going to do some spectacular things. And that's sad. That just made me sad a little bit. Yeah, I think I think you're right. The over under would be like eight and a half for eight and a half. games played. By but Kadarius but you know Tony. what? It is true. I mean, I guess I think it is a, a fact of your, your situation. And and the Giants, the Giants haven't proven that they're a great organization. They haven't proven that they have a great training staff. Look at Saquon Barkley. He had a good year this year. But they they tend to have injuries. So ideally, him coming here where we don't traditionally have. A lot of the crazy injuries, like a lot of other teams have, <laughs> Chargers. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> Chargers. Yeah, you know. So like, so I think Tony can come in here, and I think we can get it to twelve, twelve or thirteen games. I'm gonna write that down. Twelve, that, thirteen games for Tony. And that makes you feel comfortable letting Miko walk. Well, no, because like it's the same talk of McColl. He'll uh, probably play seven or eight games before this year. I trusted Miko. But then we didn't trust him to, like, create separation without Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey double-teamed. You know, like, because even when he, before he was healthy, he wasn't dominating. Were you about to say something? Yeah. Uh, I, no, I, I agree with you on that, what, what McCall. The separation what didn't seem ever there. And I'm not going to say he's a dumb player. I don't – like, it's a skill to know where to run, where to drop, where to – you know what I mean, where, where to cut – and it, it all goes together, you know what I mean? Like, you got to have the athletic ability to do it and then, you know, have the idea to do it. You know, like Michael Jordan, there's people that are <laughs> there's as Ralph. athletic as Michael Jordan, yeah. but they're not as smart as Michael Jordan. Or they're as smart as Michael Jordan, but they can't jump over three people and account for, you know, <laughs> <laughs> shortcomings. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> so, long story short. McCole Harmon, he's kind of expendable. But uh, it sounds so bad. We can draft I, somebody. I think we could. That's what I was thinking. The same thing. We can draft somebody uh, tall. You know what I'm saying? We could a receiver. No yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can find some gold in receivers. Yeah. You know, maybe we find us a, a Justin Jefferson. That would be nice. That would be nice. So let me hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me let me finish the the countdown because I never finished my countdowns. So. He asked me four top four. How much more? How much longer we got in the segment? Well, we're getting close. We're doing a great job here. So we have McCole Hartman. We may have to let him go, unless he comes here for the cheapy cheap. And unless him. if somebody does not pay him like a exorbitant amount of He'll money, be back. He'll be like, um, I'd, I'd be all right having him back. No, yeah, yeah me too. I, I don't want to depend on him, but him and Tony together—that's a great player. That's dangerous. Yeah. Um, Juan Thornhill. I think he was solid. I think number six, Brian Cook, I think he did enough to show that he can play. We don't have to well, – yeah, we're not going to be able to pay Juan Thornhill. Somebody's going to pay Juan Thornhill. So, like, it's almost like, yeah, yeah he's, his locker's he, clean he right his now. Bread. His locker's clean right now because they already had to talk. Like, hey, we love you, but we can't do it. So, Brian Cook steps into that role. Then we have Juju Smith-Schuster. I'd like to keep him. But with the with the raw receiver market, what they're paying receivers – like he can get a mil for, he can get a deal for twenty million dollars based on what he did this year, which 
it's good and bad. I was, every time he was successful, I was like, yeah, good job. Oh, no, hey, you're driving the price up. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, whoa, settle down, you know. So you, yeah, you, if you, Juju and Miko walk, probably going to draft a wide receiver. I think we need to draft a wide receiver either way. Because if McColl stays, if Juju stays, because even Juju, I want to keep him, but Juju's going to play 12 games. Juju's yeah, not going to be a 17-game warrior. He seems like he can't take them hits. Yeah, so either way, I'd like for us to trade up three three trade, three trade, draft picks and get a stud receiver. Try to find DK Metcalf. Because that's what we're missing is a big scare. You can't coach big. That's the theme of the show. You can't coach big. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna wrap up this segment. I'm gonna talk, you know Wiley. I think he was solid. He's gone. He's 29. He wants that big deal. He's not gonna come back. Jerick McKinnon. It seems like as of right now he's having success, but they're probably just coming with the Chiefs. Juan Thornhill gone. Colin Sanders. I'd like to keep him. Somebody's gonna offer him money. I'd really like to keep him, but at a low number. Somebody's gonna throw some money at him. We may end up having to keep Derek Nottie. Carlos Dunlap. You know he got over 100 sacks. He's an older fella. If he comes back for the cheapy cheap, you know, to be the, a mentor and to come cheap. in and do some, give some oomph every once in a while. Because you know why? Cardinal. You money. know why? Because you can't coach big. Uh, Nick Allegretti gone. Tommy Townsend, bring him back. The only way you don't bring Tommy Townsend back, if he is the reason for Harrison Butker's misses. If he's putting them laces in the wrong places. That rhymes. Like... Some former yeah. punter said, what was his name? Get, get rid Dustin of the problem. Colquitt. Dustin Colquitt. Then, then get rid of him. We can, yeah, we need, no, it depends. If he's the main problem, we got to get Tommy rid of him. Tommy Towns is coming back. Tommy Towns is coming back. Unless there is talks in Arrowhead, because you know they're professionals. They don't leak. They're like, hey, he is putting the laces on the outside, and he thinks he's a rock star. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that's <laughs> happening behind the scenes, get him out of there. I'll go kick for the Chiefs. Um... Frank Clark, he's due to make $28 million cap hit. Um, if he was Aaron Donald, I'd want to get rid of Aaron Donald. You know, if Chris Jones was making that, I, he's about making that. But Frank Clark, we keep him. If we can get him to sign 16, 20 million, even 22 million, we got to save at least six to eight million. You know what I mean? So stay tuned. We're going to go to break and we're going to talk about. The last call of the Super Bowl, fans versus fanatics. Coming coming back. You are in the pocket. You are in the pocket. 1510 AM, 94.5 FM, ESPN, Kansas City. We got Typhoo Panda. We got Kyle Collier. And we're having some good conversation here. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. So what we're going to discuss here, we're, we're a few weeks removed from the second Super Bowl of the Mahomes era. It's exciting to say that. It feels surreal. You know? You're right. Definitely right about that. Yeah, you, you know, like, I, I hear the confidence in your voice. That That's what, yes, like, I, so when people say it's not that important, why are you so mad at a game? It's so I can just say <laughs> two Super Bowls. In five years. In five years. <laughs> and we could have had four. We could very well have four, you know. Yeah, we, yeah, you you definitely right about that. It's It's like a different perspective. It's like, 
it's like if somebody say you have a beach house, right? You have a beach house, but you know, for a cheaper price, you have a room. But when you look out the window, you see like <laughs> dirt and the dumpsters and stuff. And then you, you make a little bit more money, and then you get moved to the side where you look, open out the window, and you see, you see the, you see the beach. You know what I mean? You, you see the beach. You see the seagulls. I said, like, trust no, me. No, nah, we didn't even see dirt. We seen dumpsters. <laughs> we seen dumpsters. That's, that's, that's what it was bad, man. Yeah, it, it was bad for for our chiefs. You know, I mean, it's crazy because how we talking about like the last call and being a fan of the game and being a fan of the team. And you're talking about the last call of the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, you have you, you have that that controversy and now it's hard to be I don't I'm a fan of the game first. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's hard to be a fan of the game first when you when we had so many terrible years. Well like and had our heart broke so many times. Yeah, yeah. Like like when people complain about, you know, the Chiefs getting these calls or whatever like that. Like when I say you're silly, I'm saying that from a place of understanding. Because for the longest we we watched Tom Brady rain no, what's it called? Run Rupshod. Is that how you say it? Run Rupshod? Roughshod. Roughshod. Run Roughshod over the you know, the whole NFL and we, we just had to like like, cause even the D Ford game, he, he, we he we changed, were like, he changed we, it, didn't he? We thought we thought we had a we thought they had a script in that said Tom Brady has to win. That's what we were. That's what we were thinking because we had different perspectives, you know. So like now we have the more we have a perspective of going into the season. If we don't repeat, I think it's a it's a it's a, it's a lost season, and that falls under fanatic. Would you agree? It, 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 yeah, you'll be, you'll be, yeah. If it definitely. falls under fanatic, but that, that's an expectation. That's just unrealistic. You know? Yes, yes. Because winning a Super Bowl is the hardest, one of the hardest things you can ever do. For sure. Yeah. yeah I, I Dan Marino so. doesn't have a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. Aaron Rodgers has one. One. It's Fugazi one. It was the easiest run. Anytime he, yeah, it was Fugazi. No, hey, listen, man. It doesn't matter what it, how easy you think it is. You got to get eleven guys to be on one accord to complete one mission. You know, it's not usually easy to do. One person can't take over a game. In in, I mean, Barry Sanders proved that, right? <laughs> yeah, he was the Detroit Lions, but did he ever get the big game? No. You know what I'm saying? One person yeah. can't take over. Unlike basketball, you know, basketball, hey, you. One dude can just go off, change, you know? change your whole trajectory. Every saw last night, Damian Lillard scored seventy-one points. Seventy-one points. Yeah, they won't sniff a championship, but, but that's right. The football's a whole hell of a lot different. It's a, it's a, yeah. yeah you need a, a nucleus of guys if, to come together. To come together. If one guy doesn't block, boom, and you go back to like after the Super Bowl, you have the fanatic saying, "Oh, I can't believe." He made that call. It's almost like, hey, you you know, everybody else was stealing, so I stole too. Yeah. Well, we caught you <laughs> stealing. But you didn't tell, you, you know, you didn't catch the other guys. You I know, thought you it's know, what hey. we do. <laughs> you know. Jameis Winston. Like, I didn't steal crab legs. We just we just got crab legs. That's not, that's what, they did that on my recruiting visit. Like, I so, thought, see, <laughs> it's it just one of those deals. So you have to be like, yo, 
You know what I'm saying? Well, that, like, you're going to make that call fit the narrative because if the shoe was on the other foot and the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl, we still talk about that one call as yeah. because we turn to fanatics. But being a fan, we would say, well, this is what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. Like with the Eagles, you have to kind of let them know, kind of like, hey, listen, uh, you guys – Claimed it to be the 85 Bears defense, and but you didn't sack Pat not once. Yeah. Well, so, like, yeah, there, there's several other reasons. Not once. There's several other reasons why they lost the game. Yeah, so you, you know? can go back. Yeah, you can go back and back and yeah. say this play, this play, this play. But because that stands out. <laughs> That's the one everybody's going to go to. Well, but like, yeah, it and they turn to fanatics instead of being fans of the but, game. But the buildup of a fanatic, so like, so, and a fanatic. What, what we're what we're describing here is a fanatic is somebody that turns illogical in situations, and a fan <laughs> is like, eh, you know, that was a hold. You know what I mean? Right, that was a block in the yeah. back. That was a little bit egregious. You know, <laughs> but like, but the way you get there, so like. I'll just use myself as being a Kansas City fan. Most of my life, I was expecting mediocrity. Remember the story from the first show? I had a, the teacher in fifth grade. You know, like, if we wasn't listening or doing exactly what he wanted us to do, he couldn't figure out words to tell us. So what we'd even do is yell, mediocre. <laughs> he, would, he would yell at us. You know, like, yeah, I think we were fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade. You know, it could be traumatizing. But so that's what you grew up yelling at the TV when the Chiefs were playing? Yes, but that's all I knew. <laughs> it's all I knew. I knew I knew that we were going to get close. We were going to win some games. We were going to lose most games. And then we were going to lose games. And then we had to find reasons to blame everything else. The refs. We are going to blame um, the turf. <laughs> we were going to blame the Every weather. Day. We were going to um, – there was a – it was a bomb. <laughs> anything. Blame anything they to why we didn't lose. They had popcorn in the tunnel when we was coming out, they, man. Yeah, yeah. Can't was, believe it. It was wet paint. <laughs> it was wet paint in the parking lot. You know, so, like, we would just find different things to complain about. So, But now we're on the other end of that spectrum. And so so I know both sides. I was here. Getting the, slapped. I was here <laughs> getting slapped, but now I'm the slapper. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. There we that is. is great. We, 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 we are now the. Are you the slapper? Yeah, for sure. Because uh, before we were the slappy. We were the slappy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We, we were the slappy. Sla- so now we're administering the slap. <laughs> and it feels good. You and, know, and it feels good. How many times I've always heard, you wasn't even alive when they won their first Super Bowl. Well, you weren't even alive. Yeah. Ha, ha. Everybody's laughing at us. Everybody's taunting us. And yet we still had the loudest stadium. We still because we were yeah, I was gonna be loud. I ride or die with my boys. We most likely gonna die. <laughs> That's like you know <laughs> the, you know the medieval movies, like when they uh I like I like the you know, like the old king and queen stuff, whatever like that, you know the Some Game of Thrones type stuff. Game of Thrones. So like say you had you an army and but you're we're manly men. This is our land. But they have three times the men, you know, it you put you know we're going. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Like what I forgot. I can't think of a quote right now. But basically, you be prepared to die today. Yeah. So with the Chiefs, I was prepared to die. And we, he, you we, know what I mean. We were like that. We were like, listen, Chief fans at that time, before the Mahomes era, 
we were the perfect people to go down with in a plane crash. Because <laughs> we're just going to cheer it on <laughs> right to, right into the ground. We're just going to, woo! We're just going to keep it going. The runway's close. And we saw the engine catch on fire. We said, uh-oh. As long as we got close. We don't but we, As long as we got close to our destination. We're together. <laughs> we are true family. True true fans. So, so we're so not all just that, fans. We're family. So that emotion that we just discussed here and that we feel, like I said, the, the, room, the room fills up with emotion when talking about what your team has done or whatever like that. So... What's, what you been through, man? Do you look? You remember what have I been through? Could you imagine? I wish we had sad music to play no, right no, now. No, no, I promise you. Just imagine we've been bullied all our life, and your parent finally says you can hit her back. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm telling my business. <laughs> <laughs> but and you get that one chance to hit your bully, and you win. It's yeah. like the, the, the that's and you know what that's why that that's why that Patriots loss hurt so bad because we thought we we sent that we was big, we was winning we sent that that overhand right all it took was one more hit and he was going down wasn't he yeah so we turned around and started celebrating matter of fact after that play I picked my daughter up and ran around she didn't really know what was happening <coughs> what's going on we we going to the Super Bowl and then I came back. And the bully got back up. Oh. The, the bully was up and not even stumbling. Just uh, dusted not, their shoulders off and not, kept it moving, man. Or you you got the what you uh, look like you're working on something back there. <coughs> so so like so all that turns into when you get into a pivotal part because like because you 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 asked me a, a very good question. What have you been through? I, I'm just going to go through a few. I haven't even taken notes on this because it's in my psyche. It's 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 ingrained in. So when when the Colts had Andrew Luck and we were up oh, by. Oh, God. Yep. Yep. We're doing oh, this. Don't we're do doing that. it. No, we're ah, doing it. We're doing it. This not is not the drop and the pickup. And this the, is. Oh, no. Nah. Oh, no. He threw the ball and then it went in the air and then he caught it. Uh, and then he scored. So, like, and look, that was the first time. That was the first time as a grown man, even as a kid. That's that the first time. Hurts me. And, and matter of fact, I can let you know where I was. Just it's almost <clears throat> like nine eleven. Anybody can tell you where you were. They can t- you can they can tell you exactly where they were on nine eleven. So on that day, what day am I talking about? The Colts. The Colts. On that day, I was at my buddy Thomas's house. I was at my buddy Thomas' house, and we were watching the game. And, you know, we were dominating the first half. And I was flexing. He was a Bron- He had a Broncos fan there. And he was like, y'all going to mess it up. You're going to lose. And I was like, no, nah, man, we got this. We got this. Uh, we're killing them. Yeah, we get, we're, we, we're not going to give. Nobody gives up 28-point leads or 22-point leads or whatever like that. What did you say? We're not the Detroit Lions. We're not the Detroit Lions. Different, different color. <laughs> we are the so but like for us to lose that game after the way we started, that was the closest I came to as a grown man to like crying over something that doesn't have anything to do with like family, something <laughs> closely. So like and I'll admit, in that moment I was a I was a fanatic. 
Like, I didn't even stay to watch the end of the game. I saw the tea leaves or smelt the tea leaves or whatever, and and I left. And I went home. I took a shower. I felt filthy. <laughs> I felt gross. Um, what, what was the was other one? Was it that bad? It was awful. Yes, it was awful. You asked me what I've been now, to. Now, 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 just that alone. Just that alone. You Listen. Yes, yes. Hold on. I was there for Elvis Gerba. I'll just I'll, drop Mike. Well, <laughs> well, but look, but no, it's a good point. But, but we was both there for Thigpen. Thigpen, the Thigpen uh, era. Who else? Uh, drop Tyler Mike. Bray? Palco. Tyler Palco. Oh. And there was, yeah, and Tyler Bray. Tyler. Oh, but he didn't ever play. I okay. was. Uh, yeah, Matt Castle. See, I'm older than you guys. DeBerg. I had you had uh, Craig. You had old Montana. Yeah, we had old Montana. Brody Croyle. We had the nursing home Montana, man. Yeah, we did. We had the Skechers. He was out there in Skechers. He didn't even have cleats. He had on some orthopedic Skechers when he played for the Chiefs. Hey, but you know, hey, he had that Super Bowl stink on him. That's why we paid him all that money. He did. He He did. He had that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that that smelled like a Super Bowl. We're paying whatever he wants. <laughs> we we got Marcus Allen, uh, you know. Yeah, like so. All that turns After into Nicole? all that turns into us Sorry. turning into all that turns into us wanting nothing more than our team to win. So so going through the trials and tribulations, just like a child. When you first meet a child, when a child first comes into the world, you don't know that guy. You don't know that lady. You don't know him. But then after you, you raise them, you spend every day with them, you know, like you learn about them, they learn about you. Now we're bonded. You know what I'm saying? Now that's why people make crazy decisions when it comes to family. So I'm just trying to tie and kind of give people, the people that are still yelling and saying that the Super Bowl was fixed, I understand your fanaticism. I understand it. Your time will come, maybe not. <laughs> Your time may come, or maybe it won't. And we're going to leave you on this, and we're going to have a cliffhanger. We're going to figure out what my controversial championship formula is. And that is the teaser. We'll be back. We are rounding the corner here into the last segment of the show. We are going to discuss a little bit of basketball. <laughs> we're we're going to talk <laughs> some basketball and top of my list, not the Lakers trades, not LeBron James being that dude. We're, we're going to talk about the Nets disappointment. You know, they got all those guys and then people were like, like they fooled people. I'm not going to talk about all people, but a lot of people got fooled. And you know what? I believe Ty is one of those people that were, that were fooled. <laughs> no, no. Listen, I've never been a stat dude, but they was the biggest letdown. And and I'm not like a KD big fan and all that. And it, either of the three, 
I'm not a fan of like that. They're they're great basketball players, no doubt. But on paper, mm-hmm. they was supposed to be the best. Yeah, but the scouting but, process but, doesn't stop at paper. That's <laughs> true, but no, but just like just like with the Chiefs mm-hmm. this year, the Chiefs was picked to be the last. Homie, that's why, you know what I'm saying, Kelsey was saying what he said. And then everybody picked the Eagles. The Chiefs was supposed to be dead last. Well, but Rich Eisen had, had picked he had picked uh the Raiders to go twelve and five because on paper mm-hmm. they had great stats. The Chiefs was like that. I think Cal, what'd you say? It was two thousand three? Yeah, 2003, the Chiefs were 13-3 and three with we, Priest Holmes and that unbelievable offensive line. Yeah, we were supposed to be the best yeah. on paper. Well, okay, well, so, like, all right. And we was a bus. All right, but, so, well, let me ask you this specifically. Well, what was it about that Nets team that got put together that made you believe that they were in consideration for championship? It wasn't about the play. It was really just putting the numbers together, though. Like, yo, my man Harden is dope in the regular season. Now, I'm going to sit him down, you know what I'm saying, come to playoff time. That just real tough. Yeah. Hey, Jay, we're going to go ahead and go with the nacho boy. Who the you nacho know what I'm boy? Saying? Yeah, yeah, it's playoffs. Oh, the, the nacho guy? The guy selling nachos in the, the stands? Put up, suit up, homie. <laughs> suit up, <laughs> and we're going to go ahead it get you you starting for for Harden. <laughs> Harden, you coming off the bench, straight up. But you know what I'm saying. Kyrie is proving himself in playoff situations. He's proven he's himself be as a, a great two. Robin. Robin. He's a great Robin. Like and like, KD can beat a man. Well, but look, but look, talent and numbers don't translate to championship. It, you know, it, like the mentality was just not there, man. Whose mentality? I don't think their but, mentality. But, but they, they, we've had enough history of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden to know that most likely something was going to happen with one of them. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I knew something if, was going to happen. One, but I like, I thought one was going to get. I think nobody wanted to play Alfred. That's I, I think I think that's what it is. And you know what? That brings me to my controversial. Hmm. My very controversial opinion of the championship philosophy. Oh my god! Like I, I think it's, I think it's on the nose. I think it's on point. But Kyle and Ty and anybody that I speak this to, unless they're logical, unless they're they're blind logical, they understand what I'm saying. Here you go, Kyle. Here you go. Here, here I go. Here I go. I. The the reason the reason the Nets didn't win a championship, I never thought they win a championship because in basketball there's a specific formula and that formula is tested upon time from time from from the early years to now. Well, back in the day you can have Wilt and jump over everybody, but in the era now there's a philosophy that is that goes with a winning championship team and in basketball. We'll, we'll use the basket, the uh, Batman analogy here. I'll use I'll use Batman. Batman, you need somebody that's that dude that everybody's gonna look to to be like, hey, okay. let us know what, what we're doing. Ooh, and then fly. you need a guy, right track. Yes, and then you need a guy that's like kind of right under him, not as good as him, not as can do exactly what he can do, but he's solid. You, you <coughs> he's know a what I mean? Sidekick. Is he's that a, what you're saying? He's not a sidekick. That sounds like a little bit though. 
It's, it's a sidekick. Yeah, yeah, a sidekick. Ain't but one Batman. It's not. It's not. Batman had a sidekick. Who was it? Yeah. You said what? Who was Batman's sidekick? Robin. Yeah. Do you so, need a Robin? So, so you need a Batman and Robin. And I think we we all kind of agree there. Absolutely. But the next step of my Jordan philosophy, Pippen. Jordan Pippen, the next thing of my philosophy takes a turn for you in your guys' mind. Because my, my term for you need a Batman, you need a Robin, and then, Al, and then Alfred. What you need on your team is Batman, Robin, and then you need competent bums. <laughs> what what you need is competent bums. And what I mean by competent bums is the Nets. I never thought they were in contention to win the championship because, once again, it's hierarchies, it's high goals. To win a championship, you have to have the top guy, Batman. You need that second guy, you need Robin. And then you need that third guy down to the 12th guy on the bench to understand what their role is. Your job is to be a competent bum. A role player, man. A role player a, ain't a bum. A role player would be but look, Alfred. But, right? But I, I have a reason. and Robin is nothing without Alfred. I wouldn't say that. They're probably not as structured. They're probably not as time efficient. What are they busting but, but like? They can, but they can still like fight dope dealers or something. Like they're getting, still getting stuff done. They're getting nickel bags off the street. Wow, they're doing something. But no, no, no. But if you Alfred didn't have major crime, if Alfred didn't have Batman and Robin, <coughs> then it would be Alfred's job to go out there and stop crime. You <laughs> no, can, you can flick Alfred. He's a white collar worker. He Morgan Freeman. Some, listen, come on. Let me tell you something. He's been old since the 20s, 50, but... 50 people, 50 people can move a bus, Kyle. That's right. But only one person can tell them where to put it. So check it out. So if we're staying with that analogy, 50 people, if they if it's successful, then they're competent bums. Oh. <laughs> if they're not successful, then they're bums. So, so like, what... What my meaning of competent bums is, you need Batman, you need Robin. So Matter of fact, how we got on this conversation the other day, we were talking about the Lakers. Because, like, to to close out the Nets here. Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Kobe and Shaq Lakers. And that's when they had Karl Malone. They were stacked. And the only thing that could take their team away from a championship was injuries. And that's what ultimately did it. The Nets, the 2022 Nets with Kyrie, James Harden, and KD, that was an equivalent of that. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. But that that would make them. No, no. Are you saying three Batmans can't coexist? They can't unless they know. Like, when when Clay was with the Warriors, he knew he wasn't Robin. He wasn't yeah. Batman. He was like, you know what? I'm going to be the best competent bum I can be. Oh, Clay Thompson? God. Are you kidding me? He was a competent me? bum. Now, now, see, this is this is the no, dis- but look, but he's but he's Respect. the highest. He's the all right. Here's my criteria he's because the high- God knows his role. No, he, he's he, the he, highest level of. He's the highest level of competent bum. Because okay. look, so just like Derek Fisher for that Lakers team, because my point here is, if you lose your Batman or if you lose your Robin, and then that competent bum moves up, like. If he doesn't win, gonna everybody's going to call him a bum. That's what so, saying. so everybody's going to call him a bum. So what do you say? You say like it's like, like a monkey having knowing its awareness, 
but you're still a monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Uh, Essentially. That's, that look, is so look, insult, look, man. Again, everybody in Kansas City loves Chad Henney. Henney thing is possible. Yeah. Chad Henney. At the moment. Chad Henney was a competent bum. You know what? And here's, my, here's how I back that up. Here's how I back that up. <coughs> if, if we didn't have Mahomes, if Mahomes... I'm not even going to speak that into if Mahomes, we didn't have Mahomes for 20 games, if we didn't have him for an opening season, and we started the season with Chad Henney, then everybody would be like, "This bum, that just, dude's going to finish six and that's, eleven. That's, six and eleven. Like matter of fact, Alex Smith that's was not a competent knowing, bum. That's not knowing the game. Al, like, that, that that's speaking as a fanatic, man. No, no, it's not. Because look, the thing is. You take the word bum out, you need a competent role player. There you go. But that it doesn't put, the, it so doesn't put the same, mm, you, you know what I mean? Why, like, why do you need to, why, why you, do I need to Have you had homemade pho? Like, have you heard authentic pho? You know what pho is? No? No. Have you had I thought pho? you were going to say something else. Yeah, and I had yeah, no I've, I've had it. Button. So, like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a Japanese, not Chinese. It's a Japanese dish. It's noodles. They make a soup. It's like you slurp it and you like... Mm, it, it's, that's it's, delicious. It's Raymond noodles. No, it's not. All steroids. <laughs> no, that's it, what it is. No, ramen noodles is probably it's, copied from it. It's ramen noodles. Wow. No. Gourmet. Oh, man. <laughs> Go, no. Ooh, it, it is. Yeah, you a chef. It is a meticulous meal that is planned and, like, time. <laughs> like, it's a good meal. But the thing is. When you get it from an authentic restaurant, you're like, ooh, this tastes authentic. And then when you taste it from, like, you're like, you, you make it at home, you can just tell a difference. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, comp, like, another, like, the Bucks. Giannis didn't win a championship because he had the wrong competent bums in place. It was him, he was Batman. Chris Middleton was Robin. And then he had, before before they won a championship, who was it? Drew Holiday? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Well, before, that the point guard before was uh, Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. Then they so, replaced him with Holiday. So, like, everybody thought he was a competent bum. They thought with the good competent bum, if he's like Derek Fisher, then we can win a championship. But he turned out to just be a bum. So they got rid of him. And they they said, we need another competent bum that's going to be more competent than that last competent bum. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. He was an all-star this year. He was an all-star this bum. year. A competent bum in terms of championship. Okay. In terms of building your team, do you fall into Batman? Do you fall into Robin? Or do you fall into competent bums? I made the analogy yesterday. If I was to go play in an adult men's league with like young college kids, you'd be fired. I'd be a competent. <laughs> I'd be a competent bum, not a bum. You'd be off the team. I'd be a competent bum. But but if our Batman and Robin got hurt, and then you depended on me to be those guys, I'd be a bum. <laughs> So, so I'm saying, so like that. I think this is a logical, no, a that's, fair that's approach. just not your role. What's not my role? Listen, we need somebody on fries. <laughs> yeah. That's what the guy, but that doesn't make him not vital to the success of the restaurant. Yeah, well, what we're what Ty is saying, like mm-hmm. that guy is vital. I'm without not he's not without him, mm-hmm. without him, mm-hmm. that championship ring. You're not getting the ring. It doesn't exist. The world needs competent <laughs> bums. The world needs them. The world relishes on them, especially in the basketball championship formula by Colville Hudson. <laughs> it is like 
It just, it just what it is. Because look, if we were having a conversation about competent role players, the lines get blurry. You get confused. But if you say competent bums, you know, okay, that's that's Matt Barnes. Bring me Matt Barnes, a competent bum. Who's another competent bum in the league right now? Um, How do I fit in my role where? when I when when I'm being called a competent bum? Well, but once again, as I said yesterday, yeah, we're not big fans of that word. I would well, have to be. Well, but like like I said, if I was trying to rally the troops, like, come on, we're about to go to war. Because you competent bums. No. Because you tell everybody you're all role players. Everybody is a cog, right, the Kyle? Champion, in the machine. Championship teams, championship teams know their roles, and I think that's important. Where where am I on the hierarchy of competent bumminism? Bumism. Listen, these where cats am know. I? They if, know what if, to do because they hey, know how much money to ask for. You're, you're three and D. I need you to go lock him up and make some threes. What you driving to the lane for? <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? I just thought this would be my chance, Coach. (laughs) Nah. Nah, that ain't your role. I I, I see the moment to shine, and I just was like, hey, let me change my role on the team and just maybe. Nah, I can't. No. See, look, those teams, that's why the Nets didn't win a championship. Because I think personally Kyrie should have been the competent bum. But he's like, mm-hmm. I may, during, he's like, during I may the regular season. He's like, I may be Batman. During the regular season, he should have given it to Harden. And then in, in the playoffs well, see, comes. They didn't up. know their role. What did, what did Travis Kelsey say? So if Shut they, your mouth if, and know your role. But if they can all be Batman, then you know what I'm saying? Yuck. I'll be Batman? How can you have a room full of Batmans? So in our little big three here, you're Batman. Ty is Robin. I'm I'm the competent bum. I'm Alfred. Well, here I specifically said championship formula in basketball. I, I, <laughs> so I, in this... I appreciate you, Kyle. Come with me, Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> so but look, but look. If it was twelve of us, as there is in a basketball team, if it was twelve of us, as there is in a basketball team, then somebody would have to be the competent bum. But here is just three of us. All of us are technically comp. comp, comp whoa competent bums i matter of fact i think what that is that's the the universe telling me you said competent bums too many times in the last 24 hours i think it's factual i think it's right wrong with it i like i said i i stand behind it i think you guys are just thinking feelings wise but logical wise i think i'm true i i think it's i think it's right we're gonna wrap up this show here i am coville hudson i'm tafu panda and that is my name's Kyle Carley. I'm <laughs> the competent is... bum of this operation. <laughs> We're all the competent bums here. We all, yeah, take the trash out and stuff. <laughs> I'm practicing hey, my British accent. We're going to be here next Monday at 4 o'clock. I have nothing else cute to say. I'm out of here.